Okay, no introduction. All right. Okay. Uh, hi, Brian. How you doing? This is the post. Hi, Dave. Hi, everybody. Yeah. You got Brian. He's the handsome guy on the left, and I'm <laughs> Dave. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, so, folks, uh, we got some new stuff going here. Um, I was offered a deal by uh, by um, Melon, who you know, let's allows us to do the uh, the live video uh, to go to their Supreme plan for the same price as our other plan. So uh, I'm working out the kinks with that. There shouldn't be any, but you know, um, so that's going on. And um, this program is weird, Brian. Every once in a while, um, I'll be on. And you'll be on, and all of a sudden it says Brian joined, and I'm like, well, he's oh, been here weird. for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. yeah, yeah. So, folks, if we encounter that, you might find a little glitch for a second or so, and then yeah, I'll just uh, wait. Yeah, yeah. So, Brian, it's a um, what was that song Randy Stonehill sang? It's a great big stupid world. And yeah. uh, well, if I could get his permission to use it as an, uh, an intro song, that would be wonderful. But um, so we got we got people all over the world that are finally waking up, hallelujah, and they're they're finally taking action again, and it's yeah. a double hallelujah. And um, so um, it's interesting to watch, and it's it's glorious to watch actually. And um, so this this whole thing in Canada is a kind of a mess, but it's a beautiful mess. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, if you had a bunch of garbage laying on the floor, that's an ugly mess. But if it was all gold dust, it would be a beautiful mess. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so what are your thoughts about that? No, I, I think it's a good thing. It took two years. And yeah. it, I mean, it should have happened years. It should have happened 18 months ago. But I'm glad it's finally mm-hmm. happening. Um, it's kind of a. You know, uh, it's a bad analogy, but um, stress or hard situation brings out the character, real character in people. That's true. And I remember watching the movie Dodgeball, uh, Mm -hmm. the parody Dodgeball. And in one of the scenes, it says uh, about Dodgeball, it doesn't build character. It reveals it. Uh And and it's a funny movie, but the point is the COVID, the COVID, putting aside the shots, the the lockdowns, the mandates, it has really revealed what's really going on in the different nations of the world politically. Putting the medical side uh, to the side, politically, Mm -hmm. it has shown us who, and this goes for every country that's listening tonight, everywhere, anywhere you are in the world, it has shown us who your leaders are really are, good and bad. It's brought right. out the good leaders, who they are, but the bad ones, it's revealed their heart and who they really are. Mm-hmm. They're hiding behind their suits and ties or, or dresses, and they're hiding behind, you know, um, a bunch of rhetoric that sounds really good, but it's shallow, it's, it's non-substance. Right. And like Trudeau, you know, he wears a suit, he's, you know, six foot tall, dark hair. He looks like a businessman. But the truckers and COVID have brought out who he really is. He's a Marxist. 
He's mm-hmm. a Castro. He's a Putin. He's any go through the history of communist countries mm-hmm. or socialist countries where the where the leader was a dictator and clamped down on their country. We're wow. finally seeing who he really is. Right. And what's not frightening because it is frightening. I, I don't like thinking about it, but here in America, that's who we have running our country. Yeah. The same person. He's just a yeah. little older, like well, mm-hmm. 50 years older, 40 years older, whatever it is, 30 years. But uh, Biden, um, Kamala Harris, uh, Schumer and the Pelosi's and all these people, they're not coming out against this guy. They're not saying you shouldn't be doing this. The president of the United States should be saying you can't freeze the assets of truckers just because they're protesting. They haven't shot anybody. They haven't hurt anybody. Yeah, they've closed bridges and roads down because they're protesting the overreach of their government on their free freedoms. That's and, right. And so instead of saying, you know what? Yeah, th- this has gone on too long. I'm taking these mandates down. Or, okay, we'll take them down in two months. Or, okay, let's talk to these truckers and see if we can work this out. Instead, they call in the military. They call in the police. And you saw this on the news too, Dave. They uh, took firewood from the truckers. It's 20 below zero. That's or zero. Right. It's, it's cold up there in Canada. And, yeah. and then they arrested this. You probably saw this the, uh, the video of uh, they arrested the, the little guy in his car for uh, – supporting the protesters trucks and this guy was like five feet tall about 100 pounds and they're hauling them off are they going to start taking little old ladies and five-year-olds next and Mm -hmm. and it's what's disheartening about this whole thing let me just back up there's in ecclesiastes there's nothing new under the sun it says that over and over and over in the book ecclesiastes that's right you know everything man has done is done over and over and over. What we're seeing, I believe, is a rerun of the early 1930s and late 20s of the last century. Right before Germany started World War II, right after World War I, there was a gap of 10 to whatever, 15 years, uh, 20 years, whatever it is. And what's happened back then is happening now. They're arresting people for protesting, the, yeah. they arrested the, the organizer of the Trump convoy. They arrested him today. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Yeah, it was on Tucker tonight, uh, Tucker Carlson tonight. Did you say truck and, convoy or Trump convoy? Truck. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, the convoy, the guy that helped organize it, he was on Tucker Carlson two weeks ago. They, he interviewed him, and they arrested him tonight. And they still don't know what he's being charged with. Yeah. And so what I'm saying is it's a military state. It's not even a military state. At least the military has some, they have rules. It's a communist takeover dictatorship of Canada. That's right. And it should really, everybody who's listening and watching tonight on the radio or watching us live on the on air or later on, you guys got to realize Things are not going to go back 100% normal the way we want. Just because the mandates go away and the masks go away, which they are going away, and maybe the vaccines in most places, it doesn't mean things are going back to normal. 
See, the Democrats and the communists, and I'm going to just call the Democrats who they are. They're communism. They're communists. They're socialist, right. communist, left-wing dictators. These, these governors in these blue states have done all this. That's what they are. And so there's no way on God's green earth that they're going to allow all this to just go away and be normal. Right. So once COVID kind of dissipates and it's dissipating, they're going to go on to the next thing. And I read already that there's another maybe pandemic coming. Uh, I can't I have to look it up. It's in my tablet right here. I'll have to look it up. My memory's I'm a little tired tonight. But they, they realize that these emergency orders and these disasters that bring in these emergency orders are God's gift to them. Right. And so when one ends, it doesn't mean that's it. That means they're going to bring more in. So what I see happening in Canada with these truckers and this crackdown is showing the true colors of their prime minister. Of Trudeau. Right. This is who he really is, folks. If you're in Canada and you're watching this or listening to this, this is who this guy really is. He can have a nice suit on and a nice smile and seem all polit- you know, nice. He's not nice. You mm-hmm. got to go by his actions. And I know most of the Canadians are listening or watching this agree with me and they should because he's not a nice guy. You don't take right. fire with truckers when they're just protesting these ridiculous mandates. Um, you don't throw little old men in prisons and jails because they're supporting them, bring them food. Right. And so uh, the Trudeau uh, reminds me of a person that is not, is not yet come on the scene. That's the Antichrist. To me, Trudeau is a type of Antichrist. It mentions in the scripture, not that Trudeau is super handsome, but he's young. He's not bad looking. He's articulate. And that's what the Antichrist is going to be like but on steroids. And if you notice the nations, our country here in the USA, our, our leaders, the Democrats and Republicans on both sides and conservatives aren't saying anything against this guy. Public. That's right. Huh? I, I haven't heard Ted Cruz come out against him. Where's he? Where's Marco Rubio? Where's him? Where's Jeff Jordan? Where are these people? Why? I mean, really come out and blast, blast this guy. Hey, what are you doing? And, and pressure Biden to do something about it. But no, that's not happening. And that's scary. So, yeah, folks, it is. It, the, you know, we think, I was thinking about this the other day, Dave, you know, well, if Trump gets back in in 2024, he'll make everything right. Why hasn't Trump come out and said anything? Maybe he said something, but why isn't he doing more? And that's a really good question. Yeah, you know, why isn't he doing? I know he said some stuff. And he said, some, I'm not going to say he hasn't said anything, but this is really bad what's happening north of us because you know why? It's going to happen in America and it's going to, it's happening in other countries, you know, and, and the only, you know what, the more I realize this until the Lord comes back, we can't depend on leaders, no matter who they are in our country, right. Trump or DeSantis, the governor of Florida, you know, or the governor of Texas, they seem like good people, like they would do a good job. But you know what? They come and go. The presidency is only for eight years if you win. You know? And that's right. You know, what has to happen is God needs to raise up the people of these countries, including ours, to say, we've had enough. Mm-hmm. You know, the president of a country has ultimate power over his people, it seems like. 
where exactly. it really comes down to it, it's the people that have the power. And that's what dictators are afraid of. That's why North Korea cracks down on anybody. Even at the slightest hint of rebellion, they're dead and gone. Right. And because the government knows they're outnumbered and that if the people actually realized who they really are and really revolted, every communist country in this world would fall overnight. That's right. And a perfect yeah. example of that, Dave, is uh, Poland. I think it was Poland. I'm going off memory here, folks, so please don't quote me on this. But I remember in the news in the early 80s when the Berlin Wall fell and Russia started collapsing that the Polish people went to uh, Warsaw, I think is their capital. Yeah, it is. And they protested. They're, they were tired of a dictator. They were tired mm -hmm. of their laws and being restrained. They can't do buy a home. They can't do this. They can't do that. They're, the government was into everything. Right. And they went to the, to I think it was Warsaw. Um, folks, if I'm misquoting my history, let me know, or Dave know, but I remember hearing it on the radio, 20,000 people showed up at the steps of their capital. Mm -hmm. And the military showed up. There was a showdown. And a lot of people died that night. A lot of people. Yeah, and, that's right. But the next day, within a few hours or the next day or two, the country was free. Because after the military started killing their own people, the military turned on itself. And the government collapsed from the inside out. It's sad yep. that tens of thousands of people, of Polish people, had to die. Mm -hmm. But that's how dictators are brought down. That's the hardest way to bring a dictator down. And nobody wants to do that. Everybody's afraid. Everybody wants to watch in our country, watch the Super Bowl and eat chips on Sunday or go to church and then go home and have the little Sunday dinner after church. And that's all great. Mm -hmm. But the whole reason we got there in the first place is good men and women had to die for freedom. Yeah. And we have been so lackadaisical about our freedom because we're so used to it and take it for granted that we forgot okay. how much it costs to keep it. Yeah. And and that's why during the pandemic, we lost some of our freedoms because people were like, oh, okay, as long as I can have food, as long as I can have my TV and cell phone and Zoom, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I can do this for a year or so. No big deal. Mm -hmm. We should have stopped this in the very beginning. It should have been yeah. nipped in the bud two years ago. Yeah, it's our fault. Right. It's not President Trump's fault. It's our fault. It's the people. It's the people's fault. Yeah. We yeah. we can pressure presidents to do things they don't want to do because we're the majority. There's 300, was it 340 million Americans just in this country? Right. Canada, I, don't, I don't know what the population is, but all over, I'm talking about all over the world. And that's why like in, in, in Italy, in these different places, there's these huge protests and truckers because people have had enough. It's affecting their livelihood. It's affecting their pocketbook. It's affecting mm -hmm. their family and their kids. And not just financially, but it's affecting them spiritually and emotionally. People are right. stressed out and sick and tired of being sick and tired of people telling them what they can and can't do. That's right. And so that's what's happening in Canada. And, and, and it took Canada to get the spark. I never thought Canada would be the, the nation mm -hmm. to get things going. Exactly. Not that either. Yeah, it's a great country, but I thought they were a little more passive, you know. But they are until you back them into a corner. Good for them, you know. I agree. So I agree. I think things are going to get worse before they get better. 
I think the mandates are going to go away slowly. They are going away quickly in some states, but not L.A. County. We're still in the pandemic mode here. Mm-hmm. But eventually things are going to change, but then something else is going to come. And I think what's coming is when you when you put pressure on liberals and you push against them on their policies and their madness, what they should do is back off and say, okay, we blew it, you know, but you know what they do? Not all of them, but a lot of them, they get scared like a bear back into a corner that's wounded. What does he do or she do? They fight even more because they know Mm -hmm. that this is it. And I think that's what's going to happen with Biden and the administration. I think they're going to crack down on nonprofit organizations. I think they're going to crack down on churches and Christians. I -hmm. think they're going to crack down on websites like ours. And there's many, many, there's hundreds of thousands of, of websites like ours, Dave. But they're going to start cracking down because they want to control the narrative. And now Trudeau and Biden are scared uh-huh. because right. they're scared and they won't say it. And, but I can tell they're scared by the actions Trudeau is taking. Uh-huh. When you start closing, taking people's money and their jobs and freezing accounts and putting curfews on people for protesting and driving trucks through cities. Mm-hmm. That's what we call in America an overkill. Yeah, that's and right. That's just over the top. And why does this person overreact like that? Because that person's afraid. Mm-hmm. That's why. Trudeau's afraid of the people. And so what he's going to do and what Biden's going to do, I think, not in the near future, is crack down so hard on people to intimidate them, to make them afraid where they won't push back. Yeah. They tried to do that with the mandates these last two years. You got to wear your mask. You got to do this. Uh, the unvaccinated are killing people. The unmasked are hurting people. It's all fear. Everything right. is fear. fear. Without fear, they have no platform, the Democrats. Mm-hmm. Fear right. is their platform. They run on fear That's and right. intimidation. So, folks, I, I'm saying all this because I've been watching this go on this last week. God is in control of all this stuff. I you know it's easy to say, yeah, God's in control. We don't see God physically, mm-hmm. most of us. Some of us have, but most of us haven't. <clears throat> and so it's easy to doubt. And But you have to look at history. If you want to know how things are going to turn out in the future, you look at the past. If Jesus doesn't come back in the near future, I believe things are going to get tougher in America. But as long as good people and Christians are alive on the earth, and I said this last week, or last time, I think, too, the left or the socialists, the communists, the the wackadoos, whatever you want to call them, can't really 100% get their plan um, in moving 100% forward because there's good and evil and good is going to push back against evil. Yeah, it is. People are not just going to go into quarantine camps and for the rest of their life and just walk in there. And now, okay, that's it. People are going to fight back. Now, right now we're fighting back uh, this November with our votes, protesting, 
uh, these podcasts that we do and others do and, you know, um, Joe Rogan, thank God for him, but it's going to get worse. And so, but remember God's in control. He's got a, he's got a, a huge plan that's, that is way bigger than we, that just us that involves the whole world is called Yeshua HaMashiach or Jesus, the Messiah who goes out there mm-hmm. that he's going to come back one of these days and take us home to be with him. We don't know that day. So until then, and that's called our blessed hope. And so, and so until then, he's not done. He's not done. Matter of fact, when does this happen before? I I just thinking about this, Dave is after Yeshua went to heaven and the disciples were in the upper room, at Pentecost and the spirit fell in, in Acts, the book of Acts. Right. They were hiding in the upper mm-hmm. room and there was 120. So that was a big room. Yeah. But uh, but they were hiding basically. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the Holy Spirit came and what was the first thing they did? They left that room mm-hmm. out of the streets of Jerusalem and started preaching, they didn't care if they were seen or heard anymore. Right. They weren't intimidated by the Roman government. Mm-hmm. They were not, they were not filled with fear. They were filled with excitement. And when we get full of fear, it cripples us and handicaps us where we can't move. Mm-hmm. We can't think, should I move to this state or that state? Should I take this job or that job? Should I, not take the shot or take the shot, whatever, whatever it is. And so fear rules our life. And that's why in the scriptures, Jesus said many, many, many times, do not be afraid. Do not Mm -hmm. be afraid. Fear not, fear not. I am with you even till the end of the age. Right. And because he knows that fear can cripple a person and not, and then when they get full of fear, they can't even make a a decision, even an easy decision. Uh Because their brain's all, full of fear. So that's what's happening. The, the mainstream media, um, Facebook and these, these different, um, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all these different companies are intimidating their people. So whatever they put on there, they're going to kick them off. Right. Right. Then mm-hmm. let them kick them off. <clears throat> I, I would say, I, I wish I could reach the whole world with this. Cause I would say to the whole world that's doing Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is, Put all your stuff down the way you really think and let them kick all of you off at the same time. Yeah. Let's see how much right. money they make next quarter. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to hurt at one of these uh, companies, just cancel your account. Uh-huh. It just seems like, oh, it's only one account. One account times a hundred million. Every time they, they lose somebody, they lose advertising. They lose dollars. Yep. That's and right. that's where it hurts these people. But all these uh, Facebook and these uh, media companies and the governments are all weaponized against us, the people. Right. And we let them, we let them do that to us. Mm-hmm. We're, we're hoping the government will regulate them and, you know, split these companies up. I remember, remember Dave, was it in the eighties? Was it uh Ma bell that got split up? Was remember? Yeah, it was bell. Yeah. Yeah, because they got really big and the government came in and split them up because they were too big in a monopoly. What happened mm-hmm. to that? 
What about Jeff Bezos and, you know, Zuckerberg and these companies? I mean, they're worth a trillion dollars. Why aren't they breaking these companies up? And you know why they're not? Because they're getting paid by these companies, these politicians. Yeah, that's right. And they're getting paid by them and China and other countries are, have our politicians in their pockets. That's right. That's why whenever Republicans get in the House and the Senate, it's nothing ever happens. I, I, I'll just give a kudos to the, the Democrats. When they get in there, they work at trying to get their crazy stuff passed. When we get yeah. in there, we don't do anything. When we yeah. have the majority. Why? Why? You have to ask yourself, folks, why, why, why? Because both parties are in the pockets of huge corporations in China. Right. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's why. These politicians get in there from, let's just say, from a little town in Kansas, and the guy gets in there, and he's got good intentions. Next thing you know, he gets to Washington. Hey, we need to pass this bill. We want to build this dam, but it's really going to hurt the environment. But we need you, we need you to look the other way and help us get this passed. And, you know, we'll do some uh, financial favors for you and your family. So the guy gets a million dollars or a house on the, you know, in Hawaii as, as a right. gift. But it's off the record. Why mm-hmm. do you think Nancy Pelosi is worth three hundred million? She only makes three or four hundred thousand a year as a civil servant. Yeah, and now she's worth three hundred million. That's mm-hmm. not so, folks. This corrupt. It's, it's so corrupt. But the way to beat the corruption is to vote this next fall, and and to pray. If you're a believer, churches start should start praying for their countries that they live in. Mm-hmm. That God frees them from these tyrants and start living as free people. Don't let the government or whatever government is tell you how to live. Right. If your kids like here in LA County, they're teaching this critical race theory, Dave, it's horrible. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, and just other places, the, the, the parents are finally speaking up. It was in San Francisco. Did you hear uh, yesterday what happened? Um, three three board members in San Francisco got voted out. Really? Yeah, because they're so liberal. The, the the people of the city and the parents of the school district, it was a school district board members. Three of the radical, the president, the vice president, president, and the treasurer all got voted out. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. And, and conservatives <laughs> got put in. Uh-huh. Good. So... And that's in San Francisco, one of the most liberal cities in the world. Yeah, you're not so, kidding. Yeah. yeah, so it, see, it works. And mm-hmm. so with Trudeau, he's scared. He should be. Because uh, I heard today on the news, 60 or 65% of Canadians want the mandates lifted. I think it's 65%. Right. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the numbers. Either 60 or 70% are for the truckers. Right. The convoys. So... Um, that's the only way you can, we can keep our freedom. We can't depend on, we can't depend on our conservative politicians and whatever you, wherever you live to do it for us anymore. Right. Right. We just it's, a concert, it's a concerted effort. Yeah. And yeah. I love Trump. I think he's, a, I think he's a, was a great president, but there's some, I've mentioned this before and I hope, People don't, I, I'm a Trumpster. I voted for him. I'd vote for him again if he's the candidate, but is he the best candidate? 
I don't think so. Right. I, I don't think so. Not for the times we're going into. Um, does he know the vaccines hurt us? I question if he does. And if he does, then why does he brag about him? Yeah, I know. You know? Uh, yeah. And I, I don't, only God knows his heart. I, I don't want to get people mad at me. But at the same time, I'm tired of being manipulated. I'm just tired of it. I'm right. tired of being told we're going to do this for you and that for you. And they, they, they don't. Now, mm -hmm. Trump did a lot for us. But at the same time, he took us into the pandemic. He did. Yeah. Two weeks to flatten the curb. And then he said, we're going to go to the middle of May, then June. That was all on him. Yeah. He could have ended it. He could have ended it right away. But he took it on. For right. Me. And warp speed about the vaccinations. That's from Trump. Mm -hmm. Does he know that they're kill shots? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like if Dave and I, humble servants, uh, would know that, and you folks out there know that, why doesn't he know that? And if he knows it, then why isn't he talking about it? We're doing something. Because about it makes it. him yeah. look bad? Mm -hmm. Well, maybe he should eat some humble pie, say, I made a mistake. These shots are bad for you. Don't take them. If he yeah. actually came out and started saying that, that would be huge. Yeah, you're not kidding. That would be huge. Huge. You know the, huge. <laughs> the whole the whole thing with their strategy is that you ever watch uh, on TV they'll have a lion stalking its prey and it yeah. walks real slow. Yeah. And it creeps up. And because it knows it's got one chance to get that antelope or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. What with the uh, the lefties in this country are doing and around the world is that they take the three step forward and two step back. Okay. Yeah. You move two steps back, but you still got one step forward, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> right. so you know, it's like, okay, we're, we're going to, we're going to get rid of the mask mandates. There's a perfect example. Yeah. But you're still pushing the shots and the shots are the problem, not the mask mandate, right. you know? Um, so that's, that's something that we got to consider that they do. And also, right. Um, just like um, out, in, well, when you're hunting, you can send somebody out to the, um, you know, let's say the animals moving north. You can send somebody to the flank and have them go way north so that the animal hears them, and they stop, and then they come back and go in your direction, right? You know, and then you bag yeah. them, okay? Yeah. So, so that's what they do too. They they always play they play us against each other. You know, totally all play against each other. You know, and, yeah. and then they sit back and they gloat and they act like, oh well, nobody's listening to us. Nobody's no, they don't have to worry about that because people inherently will do what leadership wants them to do. Um, they're right. getting ready to get rid of the masks here. Most people are are jubilant about it. You know, they're going into stores and everything without their mask. I went into Walmart the other day and they used to force you to wear a mask. When I went in there the other day. Sir, would you like a mask? And I said, <laughs> no, and I just walked through. So, you know, they're trying to lessen it and lessen it until it's it's not a thing anymore. But you know what? I would say about a third of those people still were wearing masks in there. You know, they, they're the ones that are totally indoctrinated that they have to wear a mask for the good of themselves and for the good of everybody around them. Right. You know, and they're ending up killing themselves by wearing the mask because they're, they're breathing back in their own CO2. 
the masks are harboring different bacteria and stuff. So they're breathing that bacteria back into the lungs, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I don't know. But, um, yeah, the, the whole increment thing um, is, is classic with the left. Actually, it's classic with humans in general. You know, I'll push a little farther and see how far I can go. And if I get a, get that far, well, good, I'll just stay there. Um, back in 1989, we had that big Loma Prieta earthquake down in California. Boy, mm-hmm. was that a roller coaster. And um, so uh, that they didn't initiate attacks after that, but about three or four months later down in Northridge, yeah. they had an earthquake. And so all of a sudden they came on, um, they came on to uh, and said, okay, we're going to make attacks. Uh, it's going to help build back up the infrastructure down in, in the Northridge area. It's only going to be temporary. That tax never went away. And you know what? They they got people so involved in other things that people forgot about that tax. You know, but it stayed. So temporary tax, you hear that phrase, folks, just start laughing because there's no tax that's temporary. It's so they're always permanent. Right. And uh <clears throat> but that's how, how they do things, you know, they'll They'll, they'll get us, like, with the tax. You know, they'll implement the tax, and that's great. Then they throw a, a slew of five or ten other things in your face, and you're so busy f- fixing those other things or dealing with those other things, you forget about the tax. You know, right. it's classic. You know, and, and if it was any <clears throat> anybody else and for a, a more righteous uh, way of doing things, I'd applaud them for what they're doing because they're not stupid. They're very, very smart, you know? And um, so anyway, but the uh, the one thing that concerned me with the trucker thing is that um, what Trudeau is, did he's he's invoking this emergency clause, yeah. And mm-hmm. even even his his ministers all throughout the um, the parliament there they're against that. You know, there's very few of them that are that are for it because they know it's bogus. It's it's bogus, and um. And from what I understand, in order to enact that, all the other, they call them premiers. And that's interesting. All these yeah, governors, yeah. And, you know, and that's, I, I always think Soviet Union when I hear premier. Um, and, and, you know, fact is that maybe it's not that far from the truth. But, um, but all the other premiers of all the other provinces have to agree with that emergency thing for it to be implemented. Um, I know three or four of them are are relaxing the mandate, so I know that they don't agree with the with the uh, the premier premier, <laughs> the prime minister. Yeah. Um, another thing that he did the other day, um, and this is just to show you how how, how communists operate. Um, he made a statement that people that support the truckers uh, or and and plus the truckers are like people that were. Were the swastika? No, well, I, know. I know. Oh, most of the people oh in the parliament were pissed at that, and yeah. they they want him to apologize. And this one gal, I think no, it was a, it was a guy. I'm sorry. And he stood up and he says, you know, he says we have members here who actually had people that went through the Holocaust and survived it or suffered from it, either one. Um, and we have people that whose relatives fought in World War II against that regime and that whole idea. And now he's saying that, that we're like that. He says, I want an apology. Well, Trudeau stood up. Well, you know, we're doing this for this and we're doing this for that. And, and so 
the guy in parliament, he gets back up and he says, you know, I asked for an apology and that wasn't an apology. He says, we demand an apology. Well, Trudeau stood up and said almost word for word what he said before. You know? Arrogant. It's so arrogant. Yeah, and then the third, wow. the guy stood up again a third time. And he says, I haven't heard an apology yet. And then he stood up and said the same thing all over again. So with, with the communists, they pretend like they don't hear you. You know, right. like you're nothing, like your your opinion is is garbage, you know, and right. uh, like it's not even worth commenting about. And, yeah. and that's what he did. And um, and then matter of fact, there's a, a Jewish lady that um, has recently been elected, recently has been elected to the parliament there. I can't remember from where. I think it's in the Ontario area. And she's Jewish and uh, she took an affront to it, too. And she demanded an apology and never got it. So, yeah, we got an arrogant little, um, uh, what am I trying to say here? Um, a bastard of um, Castro running the country. And, boys, he, he, you know, if, if Castro could see what's going on, I bet you he'd be really proud. Oh, yeah. Know, because his bastard child's running things, and he's, he's starting to turn it into Cuba North. And um, I don't know. I don't know that. That whole society up there, I think, post-World War II, I shouldn't say whole, but the uh, the upper crust, let's put it that way, mm -hmm. since the end of World War II has um, has gradually, I mean, they moved to the left, I think, even before France did. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and and it's just, it's just, it's appalling. It really is. And I'm hoping that this is just like this is working in the United States. Even liberals are realizing that um, what they have planned for us is wrong. I'm hoping that the same thing happens in Canada and that the Canadians say, you know what, maybe the conservatives were right all these years. You know, maybe the, this government is working towards communism and we don't want that here. And maybe things will turn around up there as well as turning around or maybe even before it turns around down here. Um, because we still have, what, three more years of Biden? Sorry. Uh, yeah, three more years. Yeah, three more yeah. years of Biden. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, if he doesn't deteriorate more, um, and, and yeah. gets removed from office, and uh, yeah, but, uh, it's a sad state of affairs, it really is. And <clears throat> watching the uh, the screenshots and stuff of the people that were blocking that, uh, what did they call it, the crumb or the cumber, the bridge? Uh, no, this is a different one. This is in the Midwest. It comes from Manitoba down. Oh. And uh, and so, you know, they had that all blocked here, too. And you watched it when it first started, and the police were coming up and shaking hands with the truckers. You know, they were hugging each other and everything else. So I don't really see the majority of the police going along with what's happening up in, in uh, Canada. I think that there'll be walkouts and everything else. I mean, you got the hardcore people like up in uh would probably be the equivalent of the state police, mm -hmm. you know, up in, in Ottawa and Ontario and in some ways Quebec. But um, I, I think as for the most part, a lot of them are going to refuse to enforce any edicts that the government puts down on the people. But uh, just knowing that, see, the Canadians aren't stupid. They're very smart. Okay. And, <clears throat> and they see that Trudeau is saying, okay, well, we're going to freeze the accounts of the truckers. You know, we're going to remove the, the, the insurance off their trucks and we're going to, you know, basically break them financially. 
and the Canadians have seen that in the last couple of days. That's what we've read a lot about um, people running on the banks, like much like they did back in 1929 for the Depression. They saw trouble coming and they went to the bank and got their money out because if they can freeze the accounts of the truckers, they can freeze everybody's accounts. And it's all because that of, of that act of emer- that emergency act that Trudeau's mm-hmm. put in. Um, he's calling people uh, that are patriotic up there terrorists. Well, right. if they're ter- if they're terrorists, who are they terrorists to? But the evil people, and that's right. a, those aren't really terrorists; those are patriots. Right, you know, those the, are patriots, the good guys yeah. are patriots up there, and um, so that's that's another thing that communists do: they demonize their their opponents. Oh, we Brian, we grew up in the in the Cold War. You know, we got mm-hmm. to watch yeah, it all the time. Yeah. Oh, oh, the Soviet Union says this about the United States, and then. The Soviet Union is insulted that the United States said this, and oh, back and forth all the time, and they demonize the United States. And granted, looking back on history, maybe they had a point once or twice, yeah, but not as much as they they claim to have. And um, it's just nuts. It really is. It's um, the scripture says, "Beware of those who call good evil and evil good." Yeah, you know, <laughs> beware exactly of Trudeau. Exactly. Beware of Trudeau. Beware of Biden. Beware of Macron. Every time I see it, I think of Micron, and Microns are very small. And right. uh, but the the French even were were organizing their own trucking um, protest, and they were told to stay out of Paris. Well, they went right into Paris. <laughs> um, a whole bunch of European countries, the truckers were going to go to Belgium to protest because that's where the European Union is. I'm, I'm pretty sure, right? They yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah and um it's a protest against all this stuff and they were warning the truckers oh don't come up here well as far as i know they, they didn't listen and they went up there anyway Um, uh, like you said people are fed up they're mad as heck and they're not going to take it anymore mm-hmm. and uh and it's a beautiful thing to see it really is i never i thought that our country the united states had been <clears throat> so far watered down that nobody would ever do anything and in a sense, I'm, I'm seeing that because when the Canadians who have always been thought as being watered down and kind of lackadaisical and, hey, whatever, whatever happens, happens, eh? Um, they're the ones that are rising up. And the Brits rose up. The Brits were, well, the Brits have always been rabble-rousers. But mm-hmm. um, for the most part, they've been conditioned to accept things as they are. The French, right. my goodness. The French have always been conditioned that this is the way things are. We'll sit back and drink our wine and eat our brie, and that's all there is to it. You know, and I don't mean to offend anybody that French might be listening to this, but, you know, that's the atmosphere or the uh, the air that people around the world have of the French people. Um, the French people during World War II, my goodness, the resistance, it was incredible what they did, how, how they yeah. blew up Nazi infrastructure and stuff like that. Um and all, and you mentioned Poland. That happened in 1982, I think, Brian. That was yeah, it was early 80s. Yeah, yeah. It was on the news. It was a big deal. It was a solidarity movement. Remember? Yeah, a yeah. lot of and, people uh, died that one day. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? That woke up Europe. <clears throat> yeah, because when Poland Poland fell, all the other nations started going one at a time. Yeah, Czechoslovakia mm-hmm. and hungary mm-hmm. and, and everything else you know all the and, russian states is what i'm talking about folks yeah mm-hmm. sort of crumbling on the east so yeah yeah so and that that was amazing too i never thought i'd see that i know um, 
I knew I knew a fellow, and you don't think it was bad before that, folks. Um, I knew this fellow that <clears throat> his name was Joe Uda. He's probably gone now. I'm, I'm thinking he was. Oh, he might be still be alive. I don't know. But um, he used to live in East Germany and uh, <clears throat> told us all about that. We worked with him in, in pipe trades. And uh, he said he was talking about eating and how many times they didn't have wheat to make his, for his mother to make bread. And he says, so she commissioned him to follow the hamsters out into the fields. And he did. He followed the hamsters out. And when he went into the burrows, he would dig up the burrow and he would find like a ball of grain. You know, you follow five or six hamsters to find all that grain, and then you got the constituents to make bread. So he would steal the, maybe, I guess he would say steal, steal the balls of grain from the, the hamsters, bring them home. His mother would grind them up and make bread, and they'd have bread to eat. That's wow. what it was like. That's what it was like in the Eastern Bloc before the fall of communism. Yeah. And you'll notice that when people build walls anymore, they build them to keep people in, not necessarily yeah. keep people out, you know? Yeah. Exactly. You and I, you and I try to cross the border, Brian. Especially going south, they're not going to let us across. We haven't been vaccinated. We haven't, you know, all this stuff. You know, you can't go across. Right? Like they can, they can come up by the bus load, by the train load. You know, and unvaccinated, and come, unvaccinated, yeah. and come into our mm -hmm. country. Boy, there's something wrong there. I just can't yeah. figure out what it is, but there's something wrong there. And. um so anyway, I, I just didn't want to go off on this tirade about no, what's it's going good. on. He's got to talk about stuff like this. So it's yeah, and I'm yeah. sure the audience agrees. You know, I really do. And yeah. um, it's uh, my goodness, it's just you know I'm so glad. You know, my dad was a and he told he's the one that taught me government bad. <laughs> yeah, and. Um, I would. I was sad when he passed in 1999, but in a way, I'm kind of glad he passed in 1999 because if he lived two more years, he would have seen 9/11, and oh, he yeah. would have known there was something wrong with it. He's very perceptive, and then he would have seen the government crackdown with the Patriot Act. I think it was called, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and um, how the government clamped down on everything. And now you don't hear anything about um, terrorists anymore, do you? You very no. rarely hear about terrorists. So why do we still need the Patriot Act? Okay. Why? Right. And the whole thing is, the whole thing is to slowly, because that was 2001. What was that? 22 years ago or 21 yeah. years ago. Mm -hmm. And so they've had 21 years to condition us. And you'll notice it didn't get easier with the Patriot Act. It got harder. Yeah. You know, when it first happened, you, I think if I'm not mistaken, the first few months, your family could still go down to the gate with you mm -hmm. and everything else. Then they, then they stopped that. And then you couldn't bring liquids more than 30 ounce or 30 milliliters, I think. Yeah. And, you know, then you couldn't bring this and then you couldn't bring that. And then if you make a scene at the gate, you know, because everybody gets ticked off at the airport, you know, because nothing mm -hmm. ever goes right there. So if you get ticked off and you become a little loud, TSA comes and they approach you. And they can pull you away and, and make your life miserable, you know, and walking through those machines, you know, how many, how many uh, little boys and girls have been um, fondled because, you know, they've been pulled to the side. Oh yeah. Well, we we found something on him. We got to check how many women have, you know, how many guys for that matter have been abused and fondled and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Just in the guise of checking them for 
for weapons and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, it's a system out of control. It really is. Yeah, it is. So, wow. Yeah. No. Um, wow. It's just the stuff we're talking about. I never thought we would talk about stuff like this four years ago, five years ago. Yeah. You know, truck convoys that take over a nation, you know, a pandemic that's not a pandemic that shut the whole world down. And mm -hmm. somebody made a point the other day, I think it was on the radio. What was really strange about this lockdown, all the lockdowns were the same in the whole world. Right. All the countries were doing the same thing every other country was doing. It was wow. scripted. Yeah, exactly. But you know who wasn't doing it? China. Right. You know, China doesn't vaccinate its people. Nope. They won't, they won't give the vaccination. Wow. Yeah. But the stupid masks we wear every day come from China. Yeah. My, and my work, my work today, I work for a school district and they passed out free COVID testing kits today to take home. Uh -huh. And then, uh, I was, this is going back on the COVID. If we can go back to COVID a little bit, Dave, is that okay? Sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and I know COVID's going away, but it's not gone completely and it doesn't mean it won't come back, but we need to learn from this stuff. So we never do it again. Right. And it's right here. And we already talked about this because if you're new to the show, I got a COVID. I haven't been vaccinated. I refuse to get vaccinated. Dave does too. Right. And um, October 18th, I had to start being tested or I would lose my job unless I was vaccinated. So I got tested with a swab and it had ethylene oxide in it. And if you look up, Dave and I talked about this on a show a while ago, ethylene oxide is a chemical for sterilization of the swabs. Mm -hmm. And I got sick. I instantly got sick and they had to take me to the hospital. Right. I got the swab in my nose. Next thing I know, I'm almost passing out. I'm throwing up. My blood pressure is spiking. I'm getting sick. I'm nauseous. I'm dizzy. I got a pounding headache. And I got had to be taken to, to the, um, um, not emergency, but a doctor hospital and so i looked up we looked up ethylene oxide it's a carcin i can't say the word Car carcinogen yeah thank you You're and yeah it's a tongue twister um for me so it was going to be banned in 2019 from being used to sterilize medical equipment but covid hit and they kept using it and why were they going to ban it because the plants where this stuff is made, people were having high rates of cancer and dying from the, the smell of this stuff. So they were going to ban it outright. But old COVID hit and they thought, well, we can't do that because now we're going to sterilize swabs so we stick them up in people's nose. Right. Well, the thing is, uh, um, people have told me, uh, just get it done. It's just, it's one time, you know, it's just a little swab. But the thing is, it's your it's your exposure rate when you're working with right. chemicals it's i used to be a volunteer firefighter we used to have to do hazmat training and and one in, in in the hazmat training there's lengths of exposure depending on the chemical strength so some chemicals you can be exposed to a little bit longer and they're not going to hurt you as bad some as soon as you get in contact with it you're dead literally so there's a big wide range of things. Well, 
Ethylene oxide causes a nervous system to break down. It causes cancer. It causes um, heart arrhythmia um, and a multitude of other things. And when you're doing it twice a week and you're sticking in your nostril and you can smell the chemical, you're getting exposed every week. If it's once a week or twice a week for months and months and months and months. And I'm bringing this back up because in today's news on uh, one of the websites I look at, it says, um, and I'm saying this because if, if, anybody, if anybody's out there testing and you're using the ethylene oxide, don't test anymore or get a different swab. Um, it says, That's please right. stop. It says in this article, uh, let's see who's it from. Uh, the, it's called The Expose is the name of the paper. Please stop getting swabs, Spanish emergency physician says. Dr. Jose Luis Getter, an emergency physician in Spain, has warned the population about damage caused by the PCR test swabs. Swabs are a weapon. They contain a substance developed by military intelligence called DARPA hydro hydrogel. And the little tip of the swab isn't plain cotton. Those swabs come from China. It's not a plastic stick with cotton tip. It's a bundle of hollow nylon fibers that contain, among other things, ethylene oxide. Huh. And that's, that's what, what got you. Of, huh? That's what got you. Yeah. No, big time got me. If I, I I'm pretty that. sure if I got tested again, it would be a worse reaction, like a bee sting. I would be worse off. And I, I'm, thank God I, I don't have to do that right now. I'm not testing at all. But I won't do it. I won't do it. A job is a job. I'll get another job. Right. So um, I'm bringing this up because I know COVID seems like it's going away, but Biden's really pushing the test kits. He sent out 50 million test kits today. I think that's why I got one. It was given to me. I had to sign for it at work. It's a little box this big. I had to sign for it. <laughs> I didn't even want it. <laughs> and... So I had to sign for this this killer thing. Um, so I guess my point is don't test anymore, folks. Just don't do it or find another test kit that's different or find right. another job. I, I know it's hard to say because it's your livelihood, but if they're forcing you to do this stuff, don't do it, mm -hmm. especially in the government jobs like the school systems. A lot of the states are opening up, Dave, but a lot of the school districts are still pushing this stuff. Right. They're making kids, you know, wear these masks in classrooms. They're making uh, the staff test tw twice a week, mm -hmm. once a week, twice a week. But this stuff um, is terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Sorry about that. And what's going on, I believe... This has been planned out like we've talked about many times, Dave. This whole thing is orchestrated as a chess move. Right. They wanted yeah. this pandemic. They created the pandemic. And basically, the pandemic, when it first came out, was a lie. Mm -hmm. It was a lie. I don't even know if it was a real virus. I know people got sick. I know some people died. I get it. But also, did you realize that same year that the pandemic came out, that the flu was gone? Exactly. The yeah. flu was completely gone. So I'm not saying that people didn't die of some kind of illness, respiratory, but who's to say it was just a really bad flu season. Right. But whatever reason it happened, it happened. 
And then they used it for the excuse for the end game was to create a vaccine. They didn't mm -hmm. want to create therapeutics. They want that's why they're so against Trump with the therapeutics. Because right. they don't want therapeutics, because therapeutics are going to heal you. Yeah. They want you dead or sick. Mm -hmm. And so they created the bioweapon vaccine, which I believe they already had in the Chinese lab ready to go. Right. I think this whole thing, it warped speed. I, I don't know Trump's heart. I'm not going to bring him in, but I, I don't think he knew what was going on. And I think they already had the virus in a, ready to go. I think uh, the vaccine and the vaccine is the real virus. The COVID original, the original COVID we went through in March 15th of 2020 was a lie, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And the end game was to create a vaccine for this fake virus that really was going to give people COVID. Right. But I don't know if you can even call it COVID because what it's it's a it basically gives you we talked about this earlier. The shots basically destroy your immune system. So basically you get AIDS. Right. AIDS is a weakening or diminished immune system in people who have AIDS. And so they don't die necessarily from AIDS. They can. They die from sicknesses because their immune system is so low, they get other things that kill them. The AIDS is just the, the doorway to their immune system to be shut down so they can get a common cold that will kill them. Right. It goes into the lungs. They get respiratory. They get pneumonia, whatever it may be. So they created these bioweapon vaccines the vaccines are being pushed like it's you. It's you got to do this, or it, you're a heathen. You know, you're mm -hmm. you're not you're not a Christian. You're not you know you're violating God's ordinances because you don't get a vaccine. You're hurting other people. No, the vaccines are hurting us. And so what happened was now we have a whole world. I think what I heard yesterday was a billion people got the vaccine. Yeah, Maybe I believe so. Mm -hmm. A billion. So that's. That's, uh, what was that, oh, 15, 20% of our population on the earth. So. One seven, um, basically, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, I guess that's more like, yeah. So it's a lot of people. It's, yeah. That's the, that's the United States almost three or four times. Yeah. So that's a lot of people. And now these people got vaccines. And now there's this breakout in, like, Israel's the most vaccinated country in the world. They have the highest COVID infection rate right now and 70 to 80 percent of the patients in the hospital are vaccinated yeah and now there's another thing we talked about months ago it's called shedding a person is vaccinated can actually even though they don't COVID is really not a real disease the vaccines are causing a real disease and they're giving it to the vaccinated which gives it to the unvaccinated right. it's called shedding right is that right mm -hmm. yeah so, right my point is all this folks now we're going to start seeing a lot of people dying i had a friend we talked about last week that passed away as a woman she's with the lord now totally healthy and went to bed and never woke up again yeah. and she's 57 i think and i had another friend a lifelong uh, childhood friend who died uh four months ago same thing got the vaccine within a month he's dead yeah so we're going to see more of this and it's 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 gonna how do i put this covid restrictions are going away but covid's not going away the, the narrative of covid we're just going to see a lot more people dying and getting sick uh mm -hmm. heather 
what's her name? Um, the comedian, Dave, what's her name? I don't know. But they, huh? Yeah. They, she was on again last night. Did you know that? No. How, what was that like? What, she said that she realizes that it's the vaccines that did it, and she's not taking another booster. Good for her. Heather McDonald. Heather yeah. McDonald. She's a friend, a friend of Chelsea Handler. Uh, both comedians, yeah. And she, as you know, most of you guys know, if you haven't, go on YouTube. But she literally dropped, almost dropped dead doing an improv. Right. And it was right after she mocked the Lord. Mm -hmm. She goes, I must be Jesus. I'm Jesus's favorite. And boom, she went down. Yeah. So we're going to be seeing a lot of that. I know COVID's going away, but it's not going away in one sense. Because we're going to see a lot of people getting sick and a lot of people dying. I, I heard, uh, I have an article here if I can find it. Death amongst 18 to 60 year olds in this has gone up 500% in America. Yeah. 500% mm -hmm. in the last few months. So, um, let's see, what is it? Here's, um, um, yeah, let's see. So, the swab, I talked about that. Don't do the swab anymore, guys. Just don't do it. Right. Uh, uh, a UK lab reports confirms COVID-19 vaccines definitely contain graphite oxide. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. And here's one interesting. Um, this is about Biden. Uh, FDA executive officer on hidden camera reveals future COVID policy. Biden wants to inoculate as many people as possible have to get an annual shot. Yeah. And um, let's see, where's the other one? Um, they said it'll be just like a flu shot. Oh, yeah. And I've never had a flu shot. I'm never going to get one. Um, oh, that's not it. Sorry, folks. Technical difficulties. Um <laughs> RS. <laughs> yeah, my tablet. That's right. Uh, one more thing I want to read here. Um, oh, oh, here it is. This is the one. Um, oh, here it is. Yeah. Death. I was off by 5%. I exaggerated by 5%. Sorry. Death among triple. And it's, it's not uh, the age. It's a. I gave an age group. It's not. It's just vaccinated people. Okay. I want to clarify. Uh, death among triple vaccinated increased by 490%, 495% in January. Wow. With the vaccinated, according to four out of five, four, four in every five COVID-19 cases, hospitalizations and deaths since December. Mm -hmm. It's almost a 500% increase in two months in deaths right amongst the vaccinated mm -hmm. that's crazy and it's just mm -hmm. going to get worse um go back to my well go ahead dave their plan is insidious it really is because it's get as many people sick as possible destroy their immune systems and then when they have destroyed immune systems offer them a pill a blue pill, by the way, <laughs> I think it is. I know. That's ironic when you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so give them a blue pill 
that will help them, supposedly helps them to fight against uh, COVID-19, but probably doesn't do anything, but may, maybe even make COVID-19 or the injection um, worse, you know, the uh, side yeah. effects from the yeah. injection. So anyway, so, and then the people that don't take the pill, or even if the ones that do, their, their immune system shot. So, okay, uh, one's going to get cancer. Okay, he starts on chemotherapy. Thousands of dollars for chemotherapy. Another one's going to get MS. You know, those drugs aren't cheap. Another one might get um, uh, intestinal problems, you know, uh, some of which are very expensive to treat. Again, money for the the pharmaceutical companies. You're you're keeping people sick so you can treat them and make lots of money off of them. Yeah. And that's a form of slavery as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it's insidious. It really is. It's it's brilliant. At the same time, it's evil. <laughs> well, I saw today, I didn't put it down in my, my tablet, but the media, the mainstream media around the world, especially here in America, is already covering for the myocarditis that is from the vaccinated, the dying from the, right. the heart problems. They're saying it's those people that we're going to see an increase in it because the people that have gotten COVID, it it harmed their heart. Mm -hmm. So now they're getting the effects of having COVID and surviving COVID, but it hurt their heart and respiratory system. So now they say we're going to start seeing a rash of people with heart problems. Mm -hmm. And that's their excuse is that these were COVID infected people that got sick. I don't know. My favorite one, Brian is saying that it's, it's uh, global warming. Now they're coming out and saying that. Too yeah. It's like global warming. Oh, I don't know. But, um, oh. you know, they say that, um, like you said earlier, cancer is on the rise because of this. And it's it's in, mm-hmm. it's uh, increased, um, you know, three figures in numbers because of this. And the doctors wow. are alarmed about it. Yeah, it is. Well, again, your body tends to fight. They say everybody's got a cancer in their body but yeah. that your body fights it off. Okay. Well, if you destroy the immune system, <laughs> there's nothing that can fight against the cancer. Right. And so you get cancer um, and autoimmune diseases too <clears throat> are, are really going to be on the increase, you know, because anything that's helping you to fight the, the fight that the fight is that your body's putting against you is going to be gone too. Okay. Um, it's just, it's incredible. You know, uh, Joseph Mengele would have been very, very happy and very pleased to see what's going on nowadays, especially in Israel. You know, uh, Pfizer, Pfizer is no different than, than Nazi Germany. And it wouldn't surprise no. me. If, it wouldn't surprise me if Pfizer was a subsidiary of Nazi Germany, meaning that yeah. Yeah, it was started by German immigrants or people that came over in Project Paperclip. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Bear is owned by Germans. Uh, it was started as a Nazi company, or actually, it was taken over during a, a Bear, the paint years. company. A Bear, yeah, yeah. the um, Bear, uh, B A Y E R, the aspirin okay. company. Yeah. Oh, Bear, Bear. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, matter of fact, the subsidiary that they have now is the ones that made the Zyklon B for the gas chambers. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know it's 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 an octopus. Uh, with with a lot of tentacles <laughs> it's a, a poly polypus or whatever you would call it because <laughs> um, it's got more than eight tentacles but um 
anyway, it's uh, it's it's a world genocide uh, against um, against humanity. Not, I mean, it's they're not just out to kill blacks like they have been for years. They're not just out to kill Jews like they have been for years. They're out to kill everybody. You know, right. everybody that's not affiliated with the New World Order or the elites is fair game. And right. I have one promise in the Bible, though, that the Lord many times in, throughout Old Testament and even New Testament uh, turned things around to where things that were meant for evil for good people actually came against the bad people and took them out. Okay. And I'm looking forward to that happening here mm-hmm. because, you know, we can, we can fight all we want against it. And, you know, in some, some degree we'll be successful, but when Yahweh fights against an enemy of ours, he is completely successful. Okay. Remember um, when Pharaoh said, you know, I, I want every firstborn of the Israelites to be killed, mm-hmm. you know, well, remember when uh, when Moses got older and he went and um, was hearing from Yahweh and and was told the last the very last judgment was you know uh, take a lamb and sacrifice it and put um, some blood on the top and on the sides of your doorposts and if my the angel of death sees it the angel will pass over but whoever doesn't have that the angel of death is going to kill their firstborn okay so Pharaoh really condemned his own people. Because by what he, it was like the Lord was saying, yeah, you think you're going to do that? Watch what I do, you know? Right. And he killed all the firstborn, just like Pharaoh was going to do for evil. The Lord did to liberate the Jews from Egypt. And it's right. not just a story. It really did happen. Uh, there's there's uh, archaeological proof. Um, so I'm, I'm counting on Yahweh to come through on this, that he's going to take this virus and use it against the elites because you know not one of them took the vaccine. Yeah. Not one of them did. No. Um, watching Netanyahu ask the, the doctor, you sure you got the right vial? Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like that was a tip right there. Maybe he did that yeah. on purpose. I don't know. Um, right. And then uh, Boris Johnson, they were giving him the shot, but they still had the cap on the needle. You know, I mean, <laughs> that was ridiculous. Uh so, you know, none of them took it, but maybe that'll mean that uh, the Lord will make an extra special variant of COVID that'll just attack the elite. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be wonderful. It'd be, you know, I hate to see people die, even if they're evil, but, you know, I don't think I'd hate it that much if it was mm-hmm. the elite. So, um, anyway, uh, oh, where was I going to go with this? Um, yeah, so we talked about the cancer. Uh, oh yeah, the stuff in the in the um, in the in the uh, shot. And you talked about the graphene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Doctor um, Andreas, uh, I can't remember his last name. Um, a German, um, actually, he's um, a chemist. Realized that this was these things were uh, graphite particles. And he said they were very thin. He said almost like one atomic structure thin. And, you know, like maybe five or six wide and long and acting like razor blades inside the system. And I was watching the other day, Brian, and there was this lady that um, she was, I guess, like blowing her nose. 
And when she did, there was this glob of blood that just came in. I'm sorry, folks. I didn't mean to gross you out. But it was like congealed blood that was just hanging from her nose. And that thing must have been about that long when it came out. It was just like a gigantic blood clot. Wow. Um, and, you know, and she'd been vaccinated. Um, there, You got um, morticians and uh, not morticians. Um, oh, um, yeah, well, morticians. Yeah, they're the ones that uh, embalm the bodies. Saying, you know, and I think you brought this up a couple of weeks ago that uh, the blood is so thick that they have to actually use instruments to pull clots out of the veins so they can drain mm -hmm. the blood out of the bodies. You know? Um, yeah. It's amazing. It's what a biological weapon this thing is. You know, what a weapon of mass destruction this thing is. And, mm -hmm. uh, and that's what I was going to bring up. Um, you, you brought up an interesting thing. And in passing, you said that you didn't even know if it was a... Um, if it was a virus and I several months ago, I, uh, I, or we, I can't remember, did a show and we and talked about how, um, you know, I've been in, in pharmacy for, for quite a while, 25 years. And then it was a nurse for five, but, um, I know that for instance, if you take antibiotics, you don't take them for a viral infection. It does nothing. Okay. And also when you take hydroxychloroquine, you take it for a parasitical infection in your blood or in your body. It does nothing about viruses. So why does hydro hydroxychloroquine and, um, and ba not Bactrim, um, Zithromax work? It was when Zithromax is an antibiotic and hydro hydroxychloroquine is an antiparasitical. They should not work against the virus. Theoretically, they do not fight viruses or viri or however you want to put it so how come they work well maybe because this this infection is not viral maybe it's some insidious organism that they made up that's uh, parasitical and bacterial in nature maybe it's a hybrid between the two you know um i know the human body fights it and the human body in most cases wins but i do know that <clears throat> that an antiparasitical and antibacterial fight it too so i i was very dubious about this i questioned it many times As a matter of fact i put it online i put it on youtube when we used to have our shows on youtube it got pulled uh -huh. from youtube yeah it did so was i getting close to the truth or what mm -hmm. you know i think i was mm -hmm. and um uh, ivermectin ivermectin is an anti-parasitical yet it works with with uh covid you know so Nobody will ever convince me that that's a virus. I'll say it's a virus in talking just because it makes it easier. And, you know, I don't want people that don't know me or know very little of me to think that I'm some crazy conspiratorialist, which I guess I am. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I want people to be able to listen to me and, and think I have some degree of knowledge before they put that title on me, you know. But... Um, Anyway, you know, the, the fact that those two agents work against COVID just convinced me that, no, it's, I'm sorry, it is not a virus. And and why ban those things? Why ban ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and and, and using, um, I keep wanting to say Bactrim, um, uh, Zithromax or, yeah, azithromycin on, on mm -hmm. this thing? You know, why ban it if it? That's because it works. And if it works, people aren't sick. And if people aren't sick, they don't have a big pharmacy bill. And if they don't have a big pharmacy bill, 
the pharmaceutical companies lose out. It's simple. Follow the money. Always follow the money. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> no, it's, it's true. It was in, um, since we got back on this subject, I think I had brought this on back. They're already talking about after the Olympics. Um, it says exclusive American first report. That's the name of the article. Yeah. Exclusive. Dr. Li Ming Yan reveals CCP plans to spread hemorrhagic fever bioweapon via Olympics. And she shares the cure. Was that? Oh, great. Hemorrhagic. Thank you. So that's coming after the Olympics. Mm-hmm. The, the Chinese are going to spread this new bioweapon via Olympics because all these people from different countries are there. Right. And so they'll just take it back with them. And that's, uh, that's like Ebola or Marburg. Marburg. Yeah, Marburg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, after doing over 350 interviews in my career, I rarely get shaken by a guest. This is the article. That rare event occurred today when I interviewed Dr. Li Ming Yan. She told me things from her various sources, many of which are in China, with direct knowledge that blew my mind. It is the CCP developing another bioweapon. The answer is that it is almost certainly yes. But Dr. Yan went on a step further. She explained that they are already unleashing one onto the world through the Olympic Games in Beijing today. Before I get into the details, it's important to understand that that she and her sources are highly credible. They have been uh, uh, they have been concerted efforts to discredit her, but her claims as far back as early 2020 have invariably been proven accurate. The powers that to be attempt to debunk her claims that COVID-19 was developed in a lab. They tried to disprove what she'd said all along that Peters Danzig and Anthony Fauci had intimate knowledge of the gain and function research that was going on in Wuhan. They even tried to prove she was wrong about the uh, the vaccines. All of the claims have been verified. Her bio, she's a PhD biologist, medical doctor, immunologist, an independent coronavirus expert. She was educated at two top medical schools in China, Southern Medical University of Central South University. She was also postdoctoral fellow of the School of Public Health at the University of Hong Kong. It goes on. Her credentials are like a mile long. Her revelation since January 20 has forced the CCP to change its strategy on the origin of SARS. Since escaping Hong Kong on April 28th of 2020, she's been interviewed four times by the FBI, including FBI biologists, and each time she has been deemed credible. Uh, she has spent five years researching influenza vaccines when in January 2020, she was asked to investigate the Wuhan phenomenon and sweeping city with it. She became one of the first scientists outside the Wuhan Institute of Biology to analyze the SARS-CoV-2 from the WHO, WHO H5 reference lab at HKU. She determined exclusively the virus was engineered in the lab. Um, then it goes, her bombshell. I'm almost done here. This is okay. really good. The first couple of segments of the interview detailed the way the Chinese Communist Party and other bad actors have used COVID-19 as a bioweapon. These are claims that she had detailed before, but she went into aspects of the story that were extremely compelling, including the fact that the CCP, China's Communist Party, 
uh, has used everyone, including her husband, to try to bring her out of hiding and take her back to China. But it was near the middle of the interview that she blew my mind. According to Dr. Yan, the Chinese Communist Party studied different... Uh, I can't, I can't, I can't I, some, some things I cannot pronounce like hemorrhagic? Hemorrhagic, yeah. Okay, I said it. Fever, viruses including Lassa, Marburg, and Hantavirus, which all share the same drug target, CD38, in the disease. Her sources show that the CCP is fully prepared to release such a bioweapon virus during the Winter Olympics. She cannot confirm the virus is what is the virus it is without having the viral genome. The new disease may be a form of viral hemorrhagic fever that has much higher fatality than COVID. According to Dr. Yan, in cases of disease may be even seen throughout China. Um, symptoms of this include fever, fatigue, and in more severe cases, bleeding in the mouth, trouble breathing, a low blood pressure. Most people who contract Lassa fever don't develop any symptoms and it is fatal in only 1% of cases. The problem with this report is that the disease may not be standard Lassa fever, but possibly something new that was created through gain of function research. Um, if she is correct, all the predictions have been proven accurate so far. This could be the beginning of a very troubling time in the world. Um, anyway, it goes on and on, but I've read other things about this. So is it Marburg? What was the other one? It was Marburg, Lassie, Fever, and you mentioned one um, earlier. Um, yeah, oh, the one that's been in Mar Africa a lot. Um, uh, Ebola? Ebola, yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. I, I, it's not in this article, but I've read other articles like this. And if it's it might if it's in the family of the Ebola, <sighs> you know we always, you know how we just say you know with COVID, how come there's no bodies in the street if this is a real pandemic? You know we've yeah. said that before. There would be bodies in the street. If oh yeah, if, for sure. Yeah, Brian, so, that's that's one. If it goes around, that's when you stay in your house. And you don't go oh, anywhere. Yeah. No, you don't yeah. go anywhere. You don't even talk to your neighbors. Yeah. You, you, you know, yeah, it's terrible. Um, I was reading about a bullet. Uh, what was, no, it was the Black Plague in the 14th century. Mm -hmm. um, it killed 100, uh, I think the world's population was 200 million in this article I read during the Black Plague. Right. And it killed over 100 million, killed half yeah. the world's population. Yeah. And it go into a town and 70 to 80% of the people in the town would die. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 70 to 80%. Yeah, within, from five, within five to seven days, they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. So if they, were to, if they were to control the rodent population, that would have never happened, but they didn't know how to do that back they then. Know. Yeah. So I didn't want to scare anybody, but I'm just, you know, we had the original COVID and then we had, um, was it the, the variant and then we had omicron mm -hmm. and you know it got less and less and i believe those all were created by the vaccine my opinion so but now this is something completely different and the only reason i brought it up is if it starts to happen i want our audience to be to be the first to know right 
Definitely. You know you that know? song, um, Ring Around the Rosie, we sang when we were kids? Yeah, Pocket Full that of Posies. That was about the Black Plague. Wow. Uh, because what you would get is a, um, a, a, a little um, uh, red dot on your skin and mm -hmm. then a ring around it. So that's a ring around a posy. And they thought that if you carried posy around, it would, you know, as a flower, that it would right. help you not to catch it. And right. I think the ashes part is where they used to burn the bodies. And then we all fall down. We all die. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, once you tell a parent, that's what it means. Uh, very few of them let their kids. Sing I that. know. Actually, a lot of the characters like uh, the fairy tales and the kids stories and things like that are not very nice. No. Uh -huh. You know, like Pinocchio. An old guy takes a boy in. He likes his boy, and the nose grows. Yeah, you know it's it's like who thinks of these things? Yeah, I don't know some demented you know? minds, I guess. Yeah. And so, um, what was I? I had one other thing. We were talking about Ebola and yeah, Ebola. Um, that's the much. Okay. Um, gosh, where is it? Can't find it. Dang. Hey, if you have a hard time with hemorrhagic fever, just remember hemorrhage. Oh, hemorrhage. You hemorrhagic fever. Yeah, right. Yeah, you, your inside of your body just bleeds out, basically. That's horrible when you think about that. Yeah, it is. Um, oh, what was I going to say? It went off the top of my head. It's just, I don't want to get everybody all depressed about all this stuff, but we need to know about this stuff. That's why we do the show. Yeah. But... Oh, no, no, I was going to say is Joseph in Genesis, uh, the Prince of Egypt, everybody knows him by the Prince of Egypt. Some people may right. not read the Bible. Um, God gave him the ability to see the future, what was going to happen in Egypt, actually around the world, right? Mm -hmm. And there was going to be a famine. Because there's going to be right. seven good years and, bad, and then uh, seven bad years. And so God put him in a position of power to prepare for those seven bad years of storing up grain and wheat and food to live right. through the, the famine. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, this is the time and I've already done it. I'm going to do more. I bought, um, you know, I bought some survival food. I'm going to buy some more Patriot. I use Patriot uh, was a Patriot supply.com. Right. And I think if audience, you guys probably have done this, but we've learned from COVID that the store shelves can be emptied pretty quick. Right. And uh, I remember going into Trader Joe's and half the store was gone. I mean, mm -hmm. it was literally, there was no meat, there was no food, there was no toilet paper and water. It was all gone. I was right. like, wow. I have videos, so I took pictures of it. Costco was the same way. So I would encourage people to get food. Mm -hmm. um, survival food or, or stock up on food. And the other thing that I've been thinking about lately and uh, is to have cash on hand, especially like what's happening in Canada where they're freezing the bank accounts of these truckers. Right. Um, you won't be able to buy food. Your money's in the bank. You can't use your debit card. You have all this mm -hmm. money in there and then now you can't use it. Right. And this is what this is what stresses people out. They can, you take their food, they can't eat. They can't eat. They get desperate. Yeah. So 
make sure you have some cash on hand. I don't know what it is for your family out there, but make sure you have some cash on hand. Mm -hmm. And um, the other thing is silver and gold. Silver is a good investment. Uh, it's a lot cheaper than gold um, mm -hmm. because there could be a time where you have to barter with just silver or gold. Right. That even paper money won't be worth anything. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have any you know, money to buy silver or gold, at least take some cash, even if it's just a few hundred dollars and stick it away. It may be enough to put gas in your car to get out of crazy town wherever you're living. Right. It may be enough to get you some food to last you a little while. But at least have some money um, put aside, some cash, whatever it is. Right. And because I, I think, Dave, no. that's where we're going. Mm -hmm. I think that's coming. I agree. I agree. You know, also, quick. another thing that maybe somebody would object to, yeah. or some people would, but um, arming yourself. Yeah, and not necessarily to shoot somebody, but to you know fire over their heads and make them think twice about coming to take your stuff. Um, right. I was thinking the other a couple of months ago, actually three months ago, <clears throat> um, about a cheaper alternative. Um, and what I did is I bought a crossbow. Right. And you know, if push comes to shove, you can make your own arrows. But um, anyway. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's quieter. It's, um, it's a lot, a lot less uh, expensive than bullets. My goodness. Bullets are like crazy nowadays. Um, and I don't know. It's just something that I thought about, you know, and, and I, I felt, I felt compelled to do actually, you know, um, I don't know. I just, uh, but definitely to be armed. And uh, yeah, and to be prepared that you may have to use that, you know, it's no, I'm the last person that would want to shoot another human being, okay? I find it abhorrent, I really do. But when I, I think about what invaders usually do, they usually, uh, well, their 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 lord is Satan, and he and he's here to steal, kill, and destroy. You know, and that's what uh, most invaders do, or you know. I'm talking neighbors that might come out of hunger or something like that. Um, now here's another idea <clears throat> is to be on a good footing with your neighbors as much as you can. Yeah. And if, if you're able to buy some extra of that food, you know, so that when they come, you're able to share, you know, with mm -hmm. them. I mean, in your situation, it'd be a whole, whole uh, community of people because there's doors mm -hmm. everywhere. Right. That'd be a little difficult to, to navigate, but uh, you know, if a person lives in a house or something like that that has some some space around it, you know, for protection and stuff. But at the same time, um, I think that if, if a person came up and they were hungry and you said, "Look, all I have left is a day's worth of rations," you're you're welcome to them. Now you wouldn't be telling them the truth, of course, right. but um, they would take whatever they could get and leave. Right. As as opposed to saying, I don't have anything. I'm going to ransack your house and look for food. You know, that, the person would say that. And, um, you know, then God knows what would happen after that, because usually they're not just satisfied with food. They want money. Um, and nowadays and even back in days of old, you know, if you had women folk in the house, they were interested in them, too. Yeah. Um, 
So it's uh, it's just something to think about, folks. It really is. And uh, it might not be your forte, and that's fine. But um, if it is, then, uh, and, and, you know, you reasonably can do it. You know, go out and take a carry class, learn how to shoot a gun. Um, you know, go out to the every, – every one of you knows somebody that has a gun and likes to shoot. I'm sure of it. So go out to a range with them, you know, uh, say, hey, I'm interested in learning how to shoot. And every every able-bodied man that has a gun is going to say, oh, yeah, well, really, let's go, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, develop that skill. If, if you're into bows and crossbows, get into that, you know. And uh, and all these things can be used for, for hunting and for procuring food, too. You know, um if you have a, a long rifle with a decent caliber, you can go out and get deer. You can get elk. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a smaller caliber, I mean, God help you if you had to do it, but you can eat squirrels. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, some people say that they're pretty good. I don't know. I think those people are nuts. Just kidding. It tastes like uh, chicken. Yeah, everything does. <laughs> <laughs> Myself, I would ransack a jack in the box, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, that's just something else to think about, you know. And um, yeah. so, you know, keep that, keep those thoughts under your hats too, folks. Um, yeah. But um, uh, you know, they um, not only that. Getting back to the the shot thing, um, you know that you talked about that comedian McDonald. Yeah, uh, Heather McDonald. Yeah, Heather McDonald. But there have been other people that have passed out, too. There was one lady uh, or woman. Uh, she was talking about increasing the um, the mandates to make them more harsh. And she got dizzy and fell down. I saw the video. Uh, you said it. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, there's some poetic justice. I know. Uh, and, uh, so it's it's starting to affect people more and more. And. And the more it does, the more they're, try, they're trying to blame it on other things, you know, like we said earlier. But um, there's going to come a point when people, you know, the light bulb is going to come on above the head. And they're going to go, no, it's not because of global warming. It's not because of this. It is because of the shot. You know, and unfortunately for a lot of them, it's going to be too late. But yeah. our standard our standard disclaimer is that if you're a believer in Yeshua and you got the shot and you did it out of ignorance or... You were coerced somehow. A lot of people were coerced. Um, that we serve a God of mercy, a God of love, mm-hmm. a God of forgiveness. And all you got to do is say, hey, you know, Lord, I blew it. I took this thing and I'm sorry. Please protect me from any ill effects that it could have on my body. Get it out of my body in Jesus' name. You know, just remove every little bit of spike proteins and everything else out of my body and build up my immune system again. That's all you got to do. And he's faithful and just to honor those things if, if you if you're one of his, mm-hmm. you know. And um, so that you know you're not without hope. You're not with um, uh, lack of help. Yeah, there's help for you, and uh, all you gotta do is trust and believe. So uh, you know, a lot of times we talk about this stuff, and we have a at least you know several people that write to me. Oh well, you know, I took it, and I'm worried, and I'm. I'm like, well, you know what? And I just give them the same message I just gave to you folks. And um, it, it's it's a comfort. It helps the people to to cope with 
mm-hmm. uh, buyer's remorse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, buyer's remorse. And um, so don't worry. Okay. Just be still. He, he always says, be still and know that I am God. Okay. So I wanted to throw that out in case That's there were good. some people. No, it's really good because we, there are a lot of people that took the vaccine. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, uh, half, I know, two thirds of the United States took it, supposedly. Well, I yeah, I don't believe half. those numbers. <laughs> yeah, I think it's maybe half, maybe. Yeah, it's so probably 50%. It's still, was 175 million. So that's yeah. a lot. Yeah, so, roughly. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I just don't know, but, uh, <laughs> but it's, um, I don't know, Brian, uh, are you starting to wind down a little bit? I'm tired. Yeah, I am too. We, we've and, covered, we've covered a lot tonight. We've gotten into uh, quite a bit, you know, the truckers and Trudeau and the vaccines and, you know, all that. Mm-hmm. So, and you know what, you oh, go ahead real quick. I'll be glad when, this for the most part is over with this COVID stuff. And, uh, you know, like you said, it's always going to be around, but, um, then we can move on or go back to other things like UFOs and and spiritual entities and stuff like that. And even now we could probably still do that every once in a while. Cause I know if I was a listener to this show, I'd be going, Oh no, they're talking about COVID again. You know? (laughs) It's funny you should say that. I was on a website today looking at UFO stuff because I, I actually was doing a lot of research for, for tonight. I thought, I'm going to check out UFOs. I haven't done that in a while. Yeah. And um, I use the website Secure Team. He's mm-hmm. the largest researcher on YouTube. He's got 2.2 million followers. Uh-huh. Wow. And Yeah. He's been around about 10 years. His name is Tyler. He's pretty good. Uh-huh. And um, I, I gosh, I, I'm going off memory. I should have downloaded it, but uh, I don't remember where it was at. But a brown type of sludge or some type of substance was falling out of the skies. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, it was clear skies, not like rain clouds. It was uh-huh. clear skies. And then I saw another article where um, was a different website that uh, birds just mysteriously fell out of the sky. In Mexico, yeah, yes, mm-hmm. I have a I have a theory about that. So, okay, uh, I well, good. it could be many things. It could be harp, mm-hmm. you know. It could be harp, or it could be um, uh, either us or uh, alien Nephilim technology crafts in the sky. Right, they're cloaked. Uh huh. Birds could fly right into them without even seeing them. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. They fly into skyscrapers, for goodness sakes. Folks, we're not we're not so we're not tinfoil hats here. Some of these folks have been with us a short time. They don't know we do the UFO thing because it's all COVID and pandemic stuff. But just so you know, folks, that we're not. I'm. I don't. I can speak for Dave. I think we're not saying aliens are real, but, but there are beings out there called Nephilim that are highly intelligent. That and their mission in the Bible in Genesis chapter eight. Right, uh-huh. that um, Ch- chapter six. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, six. That's right. Chapter six. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. That 
are basically fallen angels that took the form of men. That's another whole story. I want to get into all this. It's a lot to go into. But their technology, they're smart, and they've had technology for centuries and centuries. Mm-hmm. So um, some of the UFO stuff is bogus, but a lot of it's not. And a lot right. of it's our own technology, reverse engineered technology from downed UFO crafts. We, we re, you know, reverse engineered. Right. You know? So like the flying, uh, was it? The flying triangle, the black triangle, I think that's ours. Yeah. You know? I think that's ours. Mm-hmm. So things like that, folks. So it's just another another show for another day. But um, And that actually ties into what's going on. All this UFO stuff actually ties into what's going on in our world today. More than you right. know. That should be another show. We, have, we should do a show like that. It's been a while. Yeah. You know what another one is? Is, the Antichrist, is the Antichrist an alien-human hybrid? Yeah. He could. And see, we, I think we have a lot of new viewers and listeners that are thinking, what's going on? But there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of facts to back up what we're saying, folks. And it's not that we believe in E.T. is going to come home and phone home. But there are forces in our world that are not, be, we can't see that are just as real as what the ones we see. And actually right. in Ephesians, it talks about, no, uh, as Ephesians or Hebrews says, the things that are seen are temporary. The things that are unseen are eternal. Right. So there's things out there that just because we can't see them doesn't mean they're not there. Doesn't mean they're not real. Right. I don't believe in little green men. I don't believe in that. But I do believe there's technology out there that is beyond us. Right. And our capability. And the technology that we do have we didn't get on our own. We were help. We somebody helped us get the technology that's out there too. Yeah. Plus, so, Yeshua told us that uh, when he comes back, it's going to be like the days of Noah. Yeah. And you should read yeah. about the days of Noah. I did a whole series, a small book of it on the Delusion Resistance. Yeah. Uh, if you go to delusionresistance.org, it's there. It's free. Download it and read it. Um, it's there's a lot of parallels. A lot of parallels. Yeah. And, um, and that's why we should get to, I know I mentioned before, Jonathan Gray back on. Yeah. Because we, we have a completely different audience than we had a year and a half ago uh-huh. when we did that. Right. That's you true. know, it's just putting some out there for later shows. Yeah, no, that's good. I also want to have Ralph Everson back on. He's got Ralph's a really good, uh, yeah. very mm-hmm. interesting take about those who are running things in this world. Um, and he told me that... Um, from documents he's found and the pictures he's seen that they're all giants. So uh, that would be very they don't interesting. Look, they don't look like giant, like tall. You mean like? Yeah, he's, we're talking about the entities that are behind everything. Oh right, yeah. You know, and um, and uh, he's got a couple yes. of other, other interesting theories too, uh, especially concerning the um, uh, Guantanamo and. That some of these leaders that are out there, like Hillary Clinton, well, she's not a leader anymore, um, and others are really uh, doppelgangers, and yeah. that the real the real characters have, uh, as uh, one person once put it, uh, no longer on the census. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, and um, and Gordy too. We need to have Gordy back. He's oh, been Gordy Tom, me some yeah, mm-hmm. really need emails. 
Yeah. So yeah. So. So maybe we can. We'll, we'll talk afterwards. But yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Sounds yeah. really good. Yeah, we we've been on COVID a lot because we've been in the middle of this pandemic. Oh yeah, but I know. A lot of this is going on for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know. Sure. I mean, it's it's more than just a new world order. It's it's more than that. So. Uh huh. Anyway. I I agree. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess um, we'll go. It's been an hour and forty five minutes. We've done pretty okay. good, considering yeah. if we closed our eyes, we both fall asleep. <laughs> I go to sleep. <laughs> and I can't blame it on COVID. I'm just, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you, we're both of us, we're getting older. And what we used to do yeah. in our 20s and 30s uh, makes yeah. us real tired in our 60s. Uh, <laughs> no. you know? So, okay, folks. Well, we want to thank you for being here with us tonight. If you're live, if not, and you download this, thank you for being with us then. Um, we hope and pray for all you folks that uh, you have a great week. Uh, actually a great weekend because it's coming to that point. Uh, we do have another guest that's going to be on pretty soon. I, I won't spring that on you yet, uh, but he's from Israel and he's going to let us know what it's like over there. Really? Uh, without all the news and everything, but what it's really like. Anyway, there's a couple of other points of interest. We're going to talk about too with this gentleman. And um, that'll probably be the Sunday after this Sunday. So I don't know what date that is. We'll figure it out. Um, and we're going to do a Sunday show because um, uh, Sunday, Brian and I, well, I'm available all the time, but Brian's available on Sunday because uh, it's his day off. And uh, and the other guy's available just about all the time, too. So anyway, it just works out perfectly. And it'll probably be a morning show, like at 9 o'clock in the morning Pacific. So um, so we got a lot ahead of us, it looks like, Brian. So that's really yeah, good. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, folks. Everybody... Go to bed, have a good sleep. Uh, if you're during the day and you're driving, don't do that, okay? Um, and uh, we'll, we'll see the next time we see you. Oh, and by the way, apologies for coming on late this week. Uh, you know, the sacred day of Valentine's Day was on Monday, and, you know, we we, uh, we had to observe that with our beloved wives. And, um, you know, we it was just a special time when, you know, you just – Decide you're not going to be on the air. So I should have let everybody know that ahead of time. But, hey, I'm, I'm only human. Um, so, anyway, uh, God bless you all. And uh, we will see you, of course, the next Monday, God willing. And um, so have a great weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Go out and, and do something maskless. So, uh, yeah. Brian, bye, Brian. Have a good night. Bye, bye Get everybody. a good sleep. Good night. Okay. Good night, y'all. Bye.